It's Tuesday, May 3rd, 2016. We need leaders who get it. Ad wars. Clean energy advocates want you to vote. So the fossil fuel industry is attacking them. Big climate victory for kids in court in Washington state. Big conservation victories for lions and elephants. Plus, you can actually feel the heat of the ivory burn. Kenya's big bonfire of the ivories to stop illegal trade. Lighting all of those fires and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Climate change is not science. Yes, it is, actually, Ted Cruz. You want a skeptic? I'm right here. I don't, but thanks for asking. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, some bad news as we get started here for opponents of fracking. Colorado's highest court has overturned two city bans on hydraulic fracturing. That happened on Monday. The court decided that uh, state law preempts those local laws that were passed by the citizenry in those towns. But apparently uh, state law has precedence and uh, Republicans no doubt are rejoicing, even though they pretend to like small government They only like it when the small government agrees with them. And in Colorado, too many Democrats also going along with the fossil fuel industry on fracking. Yes, apparently Democratic Governor John Hickenlooper agrees with the fossil fuel industry. Well, there you go. What else do you have for us that might be cheerier today? Well, this isn't so cheery. The fossil fuel industry and the Republican Party are trying a new tactic in their campaign to stop climate action. Politico reports that America Rising, the Republican Party's opposition research organization, is using its super PAC, America Rising Squared, to attack individuals like 350.org founder Bill McKibben with a new negative ad campaign. Everything else can wait. Violence can wait. Poverty can wait. We're going to put a dollar tax on gasoline tomorrow. Climate change is directly related to the growth of terrorism. Their first negative ad campaign goes after billionaire clean energy advocate Tom Steyer, whose super PAC NextGen Climate Action itself has launched a million-dollar campaign to mobilize young voters to vote in November. I'm Tom Steyer. We need leaders who get it so that we can move away from coal and oil to clean energy. If you want to do something about climate change, you can. Please. Register and vote. Perhaps it's a sign that the fossil fuel industry may be getting a little worried that young voters who do care about climate change will come out to vote in November. I will also add this. Tom Steyer is a billionaire who is putting a lot of money into this effort to fight climate change. But unlike the Koch brothers, Tom Steyer is showing up in his own ad saying, this is me, this is what I believe, and standing behind it. He's not putting a bunch of money into uh, astroturf groups, pretending to be something other than what they are. Climate action is also moving forward in the courts. Yet another federal judge in the Pacific Northwest has now sided with children who sued to force the state of Washington to act on climate change. On the heels of a similar court victory in Oregon, this judge in Washington state said that the kids and their sponsor organization, the nonprofit Our Children's Trust, cannot wait. He ruled that the Washington State Department of Ecology must now deliver new regulations to cut emissions by the end of this year. Can't wait to see how the fossil fuel industry goes after those pesky children.
Big developments in wildlife conservation in Kenya. In a dramatic bonfire ceremony over the weekend, the Kenyan government set fire to thousands of elephant tusks and rhino horns, destroying an ivory stockpile worth an estimated $200 million on the black market. That's to send a message to save the majestic animals that bring billions of dollars in tourism to the country. Kenya's president said that their elephants are worth more alive than dead, and he warned that poaching has increased in recent years. An elephant is estimated to be killed every 15 minutes, and the species faces extinction within 10 years. But in America, some good news. Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey Circus has ended its captive elephant performances. The elephant's final big-top performance ever was on Sunday in Pennsylvania, partly due to pressure from animal welfare groups, but mostly a massive shift in public attitudes. The CEO of Ringling Brothers' parent company, Kenneth Feld, told CBS News that it was time. It's a bittersweet decision. There's no question about that. But it is the best thing. And we felt this was the right time to do it. Wow. So no more orca shows at SeaWorld soon. And now no more uh, prancing elephants in the greatest show on earth, Ringling Brothers. Yep. And finally, 33 captive circus lions rescued in raids on illegal circuses in Peru and Colombia have now landed safely in Africa on Monday in what is believed to be the largest airlift of lions in history. Nonprofit wildlife group Animal Defenders International raised money from private donations to transport the 33 lions. Most of them have permanent injuries from abuse and will now live out their lives in a new wildlife sanctuary in Africa. Very good. Now, if we can just keep them away from those tourist trophy hunters from the U.S., we'll be in good shape. Thank you, Des. For much more on that story and all the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Green.